welcome home. This is Audio XP for the 31st of August 2019, and the title of this episode is Whoa, that's a lot of money. If you're an early adopter, a brave explorer, and you tuned in last week for Geek Nature's Audio XP, you would have heard about DM Clockworks Dragon's naive and blatant attempt to make money with piracy. We're sticking with the money theme this week, and we're starting with the comic books on Kickstarter. Joshua Saxon was kind enough to write us a guest post. Well, yes, he was kind. He's also kickstarting the second issue of his comic, Milky. I reviewed and really enjoyed the first Milky last year. It's a story of a geeky milkman caught up in what seems to be an alien invention. What's not to like? It, it looks like Milky 2 has been successful on Kickstarter, so check it out. Anyway, thanks to that need for a bit of visibility, Joshua researched and wrote up the five most funded comic book Kickstarters of all time. Here's the list. In fifth position is Check Please Year 2, which raised $398,520 from over 5,000 backers. That's a story of a baker and a vlogger who struggles to fit in at college. In fourth position is Penny Arcade Sells Out, they raised $528,144 from over 9,000 backers. The money helped them fund their site. And in third position is The Tomorrow Girl, Dresden Kodak Volume 1, which raised a little bit more. That comic hit $534,994 from only 7,500 backers. That success allowed five years of the webcomic to become a hardback. In second position is Control-Alt-Delete, the box set. They made $665,725 from 5,553 backers. Are you ready for a jump? The most well-funded comic book Kickstarter of all time is the Order of the Stick reprint drive. That project had nearly 15,000 backers and it made $1,254,120. Whoa. Anyway, check out Saxon's full posts to uncover the honourable mentions, which include Lady Death and The Girl With No Name. I know this may have been a foregone conclusion, but it's nice to see gaming titles doing so well on that list. Let's stick with gaming as we move on to our next money story. How much do you think a battered wood grain box containing a mixture of first and second printing original D&D material is worth? $9,000 and counting, according to the live auction currently on eBay. The wood grain box has seen better days, it's pretty beaten up, but the odd mix of first and second print run material inside is in better nick. $9,000 is far too expensive for me and I imagine most listeners we're into the realms of collectors here. Is there something odd about a single box having b- both first and second print run material inside? I can see why people ask. I guess it would be odd if the boxes and contents were printed at scale, like a modern D&D book. Somehow, though, I doubt that was the case for the original D&D. I bet these were pre- printed professionally, but then put together in somebody's living room. That's just a guess, but it illustrates the challenges of being a D&D collector. Catalyst Game Labs have a non-D&D book that you might want to splash the cash on. Shadowrun 6 is finally taking pre-orders. 
do you want the executive edition? It's not cheap. It comes with a slipcase, a fancy cover and two ribbons. Not one, but two to mark your place. It will cost you $199.99. There's also a nine-page errata, which means that that 200 buck book has quite a few errors in it. The default book is a quarter of the price, coming in at $49.99. I want to be a Shadowrun fan, but Catalyst are not making it easy for me and my wallet. Okay, that's been a lot of money spending. Let's look at some money-saving options. You'll have to be quick for the next two options as they expire over the weekend. The first is Pelgrane's Press, The Black Book. This isn't a book, this is an online character sheet tool. It's in beta and it's free to join. If you take part now and find a bug or make some other useful discovery, then you'll secure a free upgrade. If not, there's a coupon anyone can use to secure money off the very cheap annual subscription fee, providing you use it this week. The tool supports Trail of Cthulhu, Knights Black Agents and the Fall of Delta Green. More titles are still being added in. The Virtual Tabletop Astral is a browser-based solution that lets you play tabletop role-playing games online. You can manage character sheets and move characters around virtual maps. This weekend, all Astral users will receive a free upgrade to Pro, and that will last until PAX West finishes. There's also a coupon to give you 20% off the annual membership if you decide the free tier isn't good enough for you. Kings of War have two sets of free material as well. Kings of War is a war game from Mantic, and they're now branching out into RPGs. Red Scar Publishing is making the tabletop game, and there are two free quick starts for it. It's an interesting time. We are starting to see quick starts and beginner boxes going for $10, $20, or even $30. We're also still getting quick starts for free. Kings of War is the latter. The two quick starts won't cost you a penny. The first quick start is for the Tricore system. That's what Red Scar Publishing use and what I imagine they would like you to use with Kings of War. There's also a D&D 5e quick start. That's a conversion that the Kings of War RPG promises to make easy. This week we saw Funko reveal some D&D pops, which included a Mind Flare, Minsk and Boo. Game Salute finally got their Princess Bride game, I Hate to Kill You, ready for retail. We should get it in time for Christmas. But as it's the end of the month, I'm going to wrap this episode of Audio XP with a mention of Raging Swan Press. They're the publisher in Geek Native's RPG Publisher Spotlight this month. They also give away a lot of free material and so fit well with this week's theme of money. Next week, Geek Native's patrons will get to vote on the October Spotlight and we will reveal who won the September vote. Thanks for listening.